the mayor of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson, joins us. Great to have you here, Mr. Mayor. It's great to be here. I was just wondering if Town Hall was, you know, if we had to shut down some of our municipal mm-hmm. departments, would Town Hall still be open for learning? I like yes. That. yes, that's good. School it's is still like, open for learning. I've, I learn a lot of things at yes. Town Hall, yes. <laughs> as so, I know you do, So Mr. do Mayor. I, on a daily basis, and, uh, uh, and I want to thank all the public that me up and help me learn. <laughs> Thank you. It's much Public. appreciated. Uh, let's talk about the budget. Uh, it's been a process, and uh, we're kind of coming towards the end of that. Uh, we are at the end of that process. Yeah. We finished last night uh, after three SIC meetings and uh, lots of public input, a coffee with council, and then uh, we had the uh, uh, a very um, lively discussion at the uh, Monday night SIC meeting, and when the... Uh, we adjourned the meeting. We were looking at uh, potentially an increase, uh, rate increase of slightly over 3%. Uh, so uh, after a discussion with staff, uh, the staff went back and really uh, stripped back um, a lot of the, uh, not only the service enhancements, but the base budget. And uh, so last night, council approved a budget for 2020 that will see a 1.09 rate increase, which wow. translates to just under $25 uh, for the average home uh, in Collingwood, which is valued at about $350,000. And uh, and then there is a uh, capital levy, mm-hmm. which we have had for the last four or five years now, 0.75%, which translates to another $17. All right. So uh, it was uh, a very constructive discussion, and I think uh, council and uh, staff understood that um, we are... Um, you know, that tax dollars are important uh, to how we operate the town, but also it's uh, it's the cost of living in our community, mm-hmm. and we have to make sure that uh, not only are we responsible uh, and measured in how we invest those dollars, uh, but that uh, at the end of the day we have to improve our services. So we're continuing forward with our mandate to uh, to improve customer service and enhance a lot of our services, and we have big capital projects on the horizon like the splash bed at Harborview Park. Um, and um, so we, uh, we feel that this is a responsible budget. And um, you know, there's uh, uh, a lot of uh, important initiatives that have been deferred so that we can uh, keep the, the numbers down this year. In terms of the process, how much did the budget change uh, from certainly from what town recommended, what council sort of selected? And then I know that you had significant amount of input from the public on on what they wanted to see in the budget. How much of that input was taken account of? I, I would say that uh, a lot. I mean, it's an iterative process. It's a large discussion, and uh, so when it, the way we've divided it up um, is that we we ask staff to come back with what we would call your base budget. Those are the things services okay. we're already providing and uh, and uh, essential uh, enhancements. And that this year came in at about $33.5 million um, and uh, was uh, just slightly below last year's budget. And then we look at service enhancements and then the capital levy. So we break out into three sort of trenches. And uh, the service enhancements this year initially came in, um, both capital and operating service enhancements, at about $2.2 million. All right, and uh, so that and that represents a fairly significant swing. If you if one percentage point on your tax, however, the tax rate, is translates to about three hundred thirty thousand dollars. So two point two million is seven percent mm-hmm. essentially. So we whittled uh, through that list, um, 
on the on the when our discussions with the public and on Monday night we were hearing what you know what are priorities for the public, but when it came down to actually doing the math when we'd gone through the list, uh, we felt that uh, we, you know we had shopped beyond our budget. Okay. And so we went back to staff and we said we need uh, we need to scope this down and the hope was to get it under two percent and staff did a great job and brought it down. To Still leaving in what the public had asked for. Yes. Hmm. And, you know, I mean, uh, we they get did. lots of requests. Yep. So uh, we get requests from staff, too, saying that hmm. to enhance the service, we need that to do the following. And uh, council with staff uh, whittled that back. So uh, so I think it's a it's an austere budget. And yeah. uh, there will uh, there are many departments that did not get it was across the corporation. Mm. Uh, things that were asked for that weren't uh, we weren't able to afford this year. You mentioned coffee with council. It was a good one. It was uh, exceptional, John. It's uh, in the years I've been involved with the council and in the years that I attended these things uh, as a citizen, uh, it was by far the best uh, coffee with council um, that I'd been involved in. And I think that was largely due to the format. So congratulations to staff and in particular uh, acting um, uh, clerk Becky Dahl for putting that together. And uh, we had booths set up. I think there were six or seven topics we were covering. Uh, anything from the 2020 budget to the grain terminals uh, to uh, information about the lobbyist registry, our economic development action plan, the community-based uh, strategic plan refresh that will be happening that's uh, underway. And uh, so over the course of the two hours, I would say there were about 100 people that came through town hall, nice. and they were excellent discussions. Good. And, you know, even the people that uh, usually come because they want to uh, let you know how they feel about a specific uh, topic ended up staying around to learn about the others and nice. ask questions about the others. So we had senior staff available at each of the, the displays so that uh, they could get information, and council really was just meeting with the public and then directing them to to specific staff. So it was really a great night. And uh, we got a lot accomplished. And those topics are still, um, if people have feedback on those, they're still able to go to the town website and to the engagecollingwood.ca tab. And they can give us their opinions or find out information about any of those topics, which are the lobbyist registry, the economic development action plan, the community-based strategic plan refresh, uh, the grain terminals conversation, uh, as well as there will be lots of information coming out about the budget we passed last night. Fantastic. Uh, coming up, of course, we're getting towards the end of the year, into the new year, and the mayor's levy is about to happen. And uh, one of the things I really look forward to is the mayor's levy is the awarding of the Order of Collingwood. Uh, have we made selections for who's going to be receiving those awards? We have. The uh, committee met uh, about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we had many, many uh, wonderful applications. And uh, it's quite a daunting task when you read through all these incredible uh, resumes about people and the wonderful things they've done in our community over long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year we uh, we have a, vo- a bumper crop uh, and the successful or the people that are being inducted into the Order of Collingwood are Larry Hogarth, Ron McRae, Shashi and Ezwar Prasad, David Saunders and Barbara Sharp. And we have one companion of the Order of Collingwood and that is Marilyn King Lawrence. Nice. So it's uh, the Mayor's Levy I think is January 4th. Third, fourth, it's the first Sunday. First Sunday. And uh, we uh, are looking forward to that event. It's always a great time to celebrate excellence in Collingwood Story. It's it's Sunday, January 5th. Um, And and, uh, have an opportunity to uh, meet with the public and uh, celebrate this day and also the year past. 
and uh, and the year coming up. So we've Fantastic. got a lot going on next year. Mayor Saunderson, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, just before we let you go, I want to remind you that, uh, uh, first of all, thank you for continuing to support our 40th annual John Nichols Peak of M Hospital Christmas Drive. I know you've been supporting it for many years. Uh, and this being our final year, we're trying to reach that million-dollar mark. And I know you wanted to jump in on that. Oh, yes. Well, I have bought my book of tickets, and so I put a challenge out there to our neighboring uh, mayors, All right. Mayor Bafulci and Mayor Measures and Mayor Soever, yeah. uh, and uh, challenge them to buy uh, a book of tickets uh, to uh, further this great cause. It's uh, done wonderful things for our hospital and our community, and being a regional hospital, uh, I know they'll be anxious to uh, participate in this, and maybe we'll even win something. Mayor Saunderson, all the best to you and your family for this season, and thanks for being here and talking with you. Well, thank you very much, guys. Merry Christmas to you, and Merry Christmas, and all the best for a happy, uh, healthy 2022. All our residents, enjoy the holiday season with your families.